the health is the more important uh, gift you have in life. Whatever money you have, without health, you, you are miserable. Right? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of Beyond Victory, where uh, I join some of the most fascinating individuals in the world to discover um, some of the secrets of how they built their legacies. And in the previous episodes, I've been with Bernie Ecclestone and then also with Alejandro Agag. Please, at this point, subscribe. That would be cool, so you can get more episodes in the future. And you can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, everywhere else where podcasts are listed, even on Spotify. Today, I'm here meeting Flavio Briatore, ex-boss of uh, Renault F1 and, of course, huge legacy in F1, and now a huge owner of uh, hospitality, uh, so restaurants, clubs, all the rest of it, resorts, and even a huge fashion empire. We know each other from back in our days in F1. We even had a negotiation at one time, <laughs> top confidential, <laughs> in a hotel room, which we'll come to later. Well, I invited Flavio to join the podcast because it's really uh, quite an impressive legacy that, that he's built in so many different spaces in the world, not only focused on one sector, and I find that very fascinating. Uh, and we're here now at the moment in, in Flavio's uh, villa in Monaco, and it's absolutely stunning. Uh, <laughs> probably, probably I've never seen a villa like this in Monaco. <laughs> uh, so welcome, Flavio. Thank you thank very you, much uh, you, for joining. You, thank you, Nico. And good to be here. And we just had a nice chat also with your with your yeah. son in the living room. Yeah. In Italian. In Italian, exactly. <laughs> so here we're switching to English now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Usually we always speak Italian. And yeah, I love I love yeah. speaking Italian yeah. also. As well. Me yeah. too. Maybe uh, yeah, I would like to start with F1 really um, today. And in the beginnings where you came from the fashion industry and you came into F1 and so quickly you like you had so much success so quickly and you found Schumacher. Can you tell us about how you found how you found Michael? <laughs> I think so. Michael found us, found me. I this was uh, the beginning for me. I was working with uh, Benetton Group in uh, United States, and it was uh, after ten years. I think I was a little bit boring. I done everything with Benetton. We opened a seven hundred shop in America, and uh, I tell uh, Luciano I want a different challenge, and uh, Luciano was thinking about about you know I had nothing for the moment, but let me know. Two months later, invite me to Australia, Adelaide, you know, to see the Formula One Grand Prix. I never see a race in my life. Which but, year? Well, this maybe eight, was the first time I see a race. I don't know anybody in Formula One, only Jackie Stewart, because Jackie <laughs> was living in my building in New York. Okay, for this, I cross him all the time in the elevator. And Jackie was very famous in America because was uh, doing all the advertising for Ford. And he was an ABC Sports He uh, was host, ABC which Sports, was huge. Oh, huge, enormous. He was a rock star, uh, Jackie Stewart in America. Anyway, Luciano tell me, you know what, we have a problem, we bought, uh, we have a team, uh, the team was called uh, Toleman, no? it was uh, sponsored basically by uh, Benetton. But, uh, you know, we, we spend a lot of money, commercially is uh, zero. He tell me, why you not, uh, you not uh, take care for a few months to fixing uh, employee, people, etc., etc. I mean, Luciano, I know nothing about Formula One. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> I, I remember in Italy, the, the team uh, was the last one. I mean, 
Theo Fabi was, uh, was a driver, no? Anyway, we come back, we come back in New York and talking and talking. To, after Luciano said, give me a favor. You know, I make, I was making very good money with Benetton doing all the, all the shopping in America. I have uh, myself about 85, 90 shop. Did Benetton. you have shares in the American yeah, yeah, Benetton yeah, business yeah, yourself? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. And we have a lot of shop, you know, because at the time nobody believed in Benetton. So uh, we, but the business was so good with the cash flow, of the shop, we opened another one, three shop, you know, because uh, we're doing leverage. It was unbelievable leverage we done it. Anyway, uh, I sold all my, all my store to Benetton Group. I was free. And I so moved you, to, you made a little bit of cash on that? Yeah, yeah. It was okay? <laughs> a small basket. Was not, was not huge like Birmingham. You know, this was, are you talking about many years ago? So I moved to London. It was the first time for me to, uh, in the uh, UK, in England. I'd never been in England before. I arrived as horrible weather. You know, it is arriving in February, March, freezing cold weather. And the factory was in Whitney. So, uh, it's a bit of a shock to go to Whitney for an Italian <laughs> I, I was uh, sharing the apartment in London with Alessandro Benetton. Alessandro at the time was working, uh, was uh, a stage with uh, UBS, I believe, in, uh, in uh, London. And to go to Whitney, I have a driver, and, uh, but the driver never, uh, never done this road. It takes us five hours. <laughs> We, 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 the computer was not working right now, you know, the Google, no Google map, but nothing. Five hours. Every time we ask information, these people were speaking this funny English, nobody understands what we're talking about. And that, right, right, that, turn around, bim, bam, bam. So, five hours. We arrived at a factory for me, means something, you know, but uh, two, three cabana. You know, like the old team in, uh, in, uh, UK and, uh, disaster, cold, freezing. I met uh, the, the manager was, uh, uh, Peter Collins. And, uh, Peter Collins told me, you know, the Benetton group tell me you, you'll be there to, to consultants so of Mr. Benetton. So, but, you know, I don't need to be consultant because it's not my job. This, so I, I just want to see in the way the company is organized anyway. So after five days, we had the fight already with this guy. And, uh, and uh, I called Luciano and told Luciano, you know what, if you want to stay here, I need the full power. If not, I go back in America because this is a joke in the way he's managing everything here. And Luciano said, you don't know nothing, to, nothing to do with the car. The car is a product. You know, it's not uh, a dealership you have the car. The car is just a product. One car, I understand, is 3,000 design. Meaning what you need doing is really a prototype. You're building a prototype. It need to be quick. Anyway, to the letter, the letter of the Luciano to be a, a new uh, commercial and managing director, and I fired Peter Collins. That, Ber- was, that was fast, huh? Yeah. Five days. Bernie, <laughs> Bernie called me. For the takeover. Yeah, yeah because Bernie <laughs> called me because Peter called Bernie. You know, Bernie was always protect his uh, friends, you know, and, and Peter was one of the friends of Bernie. He called me, tell me, what you do, you don't understand. They talk about, I don't understand, but what I understand, the, the team is the last one, is uh, is a completely mad organization here. Uh, after one week, you understand. Uh, maybe I don't understand my team, so my not understand is better than what the people understand here in this fucking place. Finito. <laughs> so, I started like that. I call everybody because Peter Connors have a lot of followers, no, in the company. The people go to the pub drinking uh, after the job. Uh, first, for me, the people go to the pub too early. 
Sí, sí, soy Jorge Basuar. Vivo bien de, de pub en la interna, tengo Jorge. Inmediatamente. Porque es fácil. Ya de pub y de chicken legs, as well. So I talk with the people, I talk about, you know, uh, maybe I don't know, but everybody, we put the team together, and uh, I don't think it's so difficult. You guys, you need and me in the way, the part of the sport. I know in the way we need to building uh, something, a product, okay? And we start like that. And after we have uh, the driver, uh, we need uh, we need to find the driver as well, because uh, we have uh, uh, Alessandro Nannini, And uh, Thierry Boulsen, my Boulsen was moving to another one team, no? And what I done, I talked with my people about who's the driver available. And uh, I have a list of 10 drivers, now I don't remember. I remember only one was Nelson Piquet, because it was free from Camel. We have the fight that he was uh, taking out of the team, stuff like that, you know? And everybody tell me, this is free, and nobody wants him. <laughs> because... <laughs> So why? It's world champion. So, but in this team, we don't have any body close to be our champion. No? Oh, I don't know, but the guy is no good. The attitude is no good. This is no good. This is no good. Next sounds, day, it sounds a bit like Fernando now, if I may say. Exactly. Stuff like that. <laughs> no, 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 completely different because, uh, no, Piquet was a devil for, for, my, for, the, for the team. After one week, I have a meeting with Piquet in Spa. I sign him. I talk with, I call the man or the engineer, talk about, you know, we had the driver, oh, who's, who's the driver? So that's what we get, oh. And it was fantastic for us because it was the first time we have somebody in the team understand what is going on about uh, driving because that was a super driver, you know, have a motivation again. After that, we're looking always for the driver. But the driver, you know, at the time it was difficult to have a good driver to drive in for Benetton because we are um, a t-shirt maker. Nobody believes we are serious, you know. At one point, uh, we have a three or four names. I, I, my idea was simple. Any old driver or famous driver never enjoying us. First, I don't have the money to pay. Second one was no sexy driving Benetton. You have Ferrari, you have McLaren, you have Brahma, blah, blah, blah. In Formula One, in my 25 years, I go along with everybody. Sometimes you have a discussion, you know, from uh, sometimes with Frank Williams. But after that, we matching all the time. Only one guy I never met was Ron Dennis. Me and Ron Dennis was really it was really impossible for me standing up to him. <laughs> honestly, no, it's, it's nothing wrong. It's just question of the feeling, no? You have the feeling. So, and at the time, I call Ayrton. I call Ayrton. I call Ayrton. Maybe I have a sponsor pay you this kind of money. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I, want to, I want to just uh, understand. This guy see me in London, you know? And uh, tell me, impossible, tell me, whatever money, I'm not, I'm not driving a uh, Benetton car. At the time, Benetton was not bad, you know, because already we won a race with, uh, with Piquet. We, we are in the first uh, four, you know? Fighting with Jordan, uh, we, are, we are in this uh, in this kind of position. So can I just stop yeah. there? So I think one one uh, interesting message there was always jump ahead, make yourself bigger than you are, absolutely, and then try and figure it out afterwards if absolutely. it works out. Later. <laughs> That's Later. That's a good strategy. Yeah. And my, my tell you, my strategy was like this. You know what I done? I said when I take John Barnard, you remember the engineer. I had nothing to sell because of the team, the driver at the time was no, no, no fantastic, uh, and uh, basically it was nothing. I was, every time I go see the sponsor, I take John Barna with me. You know, John Barna was <laughs> hated to talk about commercial. He was talking about uh, 
clutch and no clutch engine and this and that and chassis. Even the sponsor is not, is not interesting at all. You know, the sponsor was interested about the sponsor. And this was the first time we started involved the fashion magazine. My idea was simple, you know, Autosport, Autosprint is only the mechanic reading this, uh, this kind of the magazine, you know. If you want to export uh, the brand to Benetton in Formula One, we need that, the fashion magazine. I've we done the cover of the Vogue with myself and Naomi Campbell, all the team. And after that, everybody started looking at us in different way. In the beginning, the mechanic was so upset with me, you know, because uh, the garage, the model, and the photograph, and this and that, you know. And uh, being, I talk about guys, relax, you know, 15 minutes different. You know, we are not so, we are not racing to win. We are racing just to be in the middle, you know, not, not, nothing changed. But for me, it was important to have exposure to attracting sponsors because we believe we are different, you know. And this was working very well because we have a lot of the sponsorship. So now we have Schumacher. Schumi was one of the three or four drivers I have in the list. It was Wendlinger, was Frenzen. Was uh, old, old German at the time, you know. And who makes this list for you? By that time, but, you uh, could see it yourself. Yeah, no, at the time I was there already two years. Uh, in the you team. knew yeah, sure, which no. drivers. I call people, I call journalists, I call these people. Go see the, the group C, etc., etc. And we had the list. You know, I had my list. And Schumacher, I was fascinated by the name, you know, because uh, I crazy about football. And Schumacher was uh, a keeper, a keeper from a German uh, of course. team. Yeah. Eh? You remember? Yeah. yeah? And, uh, you know, this was, I told you, one name like this one day is be famous again. <laughs> like, uh, I had no, no clue. I found out at one point uh, when Gashaw had the accident in the taxi in uh, London, Eddie Jordan announced the driver Schumacher. I told him, look, this is the driver. I want to be with us. I said, no, you know, he's too young. He's a Group C, different car. I said, but if somebody's good driving in a different car, why is it not good for Formula 1? You know, the engineering. Too young. Because at the time, the average of the driver was around 30, 28, 20. Too young. Too you know, impossible. Too, too, too. We go to Spa. In qualified, Michael done very well. And after the rest, he stopped after two laps, three laps. You know, I had the problem with the car. I called uh, Willie Weber immediately. I tell Willie to come and see me in London next day. And next day we signed an agreement with, uh, with uh, Shumi. Was completely, was a big uh, drama with Eddie Jordan. Because Eddie Jordan believed uh, of the contract with Shumi. But Eddie Jordan at the time was very greedy, you know. And Shumi, he go to Jordan with the sponsor. Uh, you know the sponsor, Michael. Uh, I remember it was a, a, a sweet company. Uh, I don't remember now the name. Uh, Tic Tac, you know? Yeah. And uh, basically, was the deal was fired because Michael and arrived like uh, Wednesday at midnight with the sponsor. If have the seat, if not, have no seat. Forget the sponsor, you're driving for us. And the first race with us was in Monza. So you say there was no contract with Eddie anyways? No. You, no, did, no, you no, got no, the job no, done? No, and Eddie, Eddie uh, done the injunction. Uh, the, the, in, uh, I remember we arrived in Monza with the, with the big drama. The, the garage was sealed <laughs> by the authority. <laughs> because, of, because of Eddie? Because of Eddie. And at the time, I want to put Michael replacing uh, Moreno. Okay? And Moreno, I, I was... I, I have a kind of agreement with Moreno because I tell Moreno, you know, I know the next year you're out anyway. I pay you all this year, I give you a big bonus. At the time, the bonus was uh, quite important. 
Maar Moreno tegen mij, hij was niet goed dat. Hij was een big mess. Maar hij was zo determined om put Michael Schumi in de car. Hij fighting, uh, fighting met Piquet. Because I fired Moreno, Piquet was Brazilian and Moreno is Brazilian. A big discussion with Nelson. And Nelson was, I was very close to, to swap, uh, in with Zanardi, because Zanardi at the time was our test driver. Okay. So Zanardi was in Monza. So Nelson, if you do whatever you want. If you don't drive in the car, this is your right, you know, drive in the car. Zanardi, I think, is very happy to jump in the car and drive in the car. So in the end, we put Michael in the car because uh, the judge was no contract. You know, nobody, you know, was, uh, and Moreno was happy at one point uh, to leave the seat uh, to Michael Schumacher. Everything was happy. Everybody was happy. Immediately, Michael was Incredible quick. All my engineers coming to me in the motor room. Boss, you're right. You know, this guy is fantastic. For me, so much, you know. I arrived in Formula One three years. This people is 20 years. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I don't catch it, you know. I mean, I don't know. And what this I told you, Luciano Benetton, and Luciano as well, because we was a lot of controversy in the newspaper about Schumacher, no? And Senna at the, at the time was against me because Moreno was Brazilian, no? all the Brazilian, uh, all the family Brazilian. Normally, Ayrton and Nelson was the big enemies. But in this case, go together. So anyway, we have Michael Schumacher, we start, I told you Luciano Benetton, this is only one way to, for us to win a championship is somebody with talent growing with us. Uh, Luciano, I don't have the money to pay. At the time, uh, you're talking with Gerard Berger or whatever. He's uh, talking about uh, three, four million or, you know, at the time. It, uh, and uh, Michael was an uh, amazing motivator to everybody because immediately he was quicker than uh, uh, Nelson. Immediately. And uh, Willie was very, 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 very quick. Was, uh, and, uh, this was the last year with Nelson. The, the following year we have uh, Ricardo. Ricardo Patrese, and Ricardo, you remember, and William was, uh, especially in qualify, was uh, super quick, you know. But with Mike was really no chance. And we understand at the time we have somebody really, really exceptional. And I talk with my people, talk about guys, your guy building only an honest car. The difference is be, is be Michael. Michael made the difference for our guy because the difference is, uh, Three or four ten, Michael having the in, in the speed, you know. And this when we we start uh, build up the team, and we start winning the race, and uh, the t-shirt maker Benetton to win the race against to establish uh, motorsport hard like Ron Dennis and Frank Williams, uh, uh, Tom at the time, Tom working so etc. etc. Was the demonstration Formula One was really close, if you want, world. I know because this close world, these people is the best engineering of the world, you know. It's lucky to be there in the right time, but it's, it's space, you know. You see, there's a lot of space for anybody a little bit uh, different to, to, to do it. I believe this was the approach. My approach was always like this. Uh, we compete with uh, the best people in the world, but we want to be part of the competition, not be part of the race. We want to be winning. And always Benetton, we are there to win it, to finish second, to finish third. And the, the difference was done really by, by Michael Schumacher. And um, talking about Michael, then you said he's an incredible motivator. I've heard you also say that he's a massive gladiator. 
Is there anything else you can tell us about what makes him so special, apart from the natural talent, of course? He never give up, you know, because I remember, first was impressive was the physical uh, approach he had uh, for himself. First know. guy. First guy, level. you know, you remember, the time pros was done uh, in the beastly exercise. <laughs> and I remember, you know, look like uh, uh, karate, ballerina. <laughs> karate kids, you know, you're doing like that, you know, I mean, Michael arrived and uh, I go see one day, it was, uh, it was a table and uh, was a, a big weight in the neck. He started pushing, what you doing for my neck, for the G and this and that. Three, four hours in the, this is the reason I've been in the gym immediately in the factory. Because Michael was living basically with him, the apartment with him was in the team every day, you know, every day was in the team. And we've been a, a gym for him, a trainer. And all the engineers, I mean, we don't understand this guy, you know, we don't understand this guy. I remember once, I never, maybe it was Spa. Michael win and Nigel was second. Nigel was really destroyed. <laughs> Michael, like, uh, was not sweating at all, was uh, like, uh, okay, let's do another one race, you know, immediately. <laughs> so, I believe in teach all the driver in the way you need to be fit to drive in Formula One car. It's not, uh, I, I believe this was a second one when Michael was uh, unbelievable, never, never complaining. If the car have a problem, try fixing the problem. Some other one driver tell, ah, the car is shit. Okay, okay fine. What can we do to, to help to not be a, a, a bad car, you know? Michael was there, talking with engineering, stayed there, our, really, make pressure to everybody, but motivate everybody in the, in the right way, because everybody believed the guy was never, nobody in, in the team see the attitude of uh, Michael before with any driver, was a completely new, new game. And your relationship with him in those super, uh, years? Super, super. We have a super relationship because, uh, you know, I, I fight him for him all the time, you know, because before Willy was a, a, a driver. The night he was in Monza, was, we are in Villa d'Este, 9.30, that, because we don't know if the joystick go away, the seal or no, you know. The, I was with Bernie with Eddie. I tell him, you go to sleep, tomorrow you're driving the car. You just don't worry, you just go to sleep, you're not losing time here, you know. It was the first time I see Bernie drunk. <laughs> Because Bernie was jumping from my couch to the couch of Eddie George, you know? Because me and Eddie were not talking. And, and in the end, Bernie was wrong. I think the first time I see Bernie wrong with red wine, you know, with confusing the wine, the glass of the wine there, glass of the wine there. Anyway, this is the unbelievable. This was the Formula One, you know, was uh, different, you know. Uh, this was, well, was 20, 20 years ago. Uh, this uh, what uh, is the difference. I have an SMS from Eddie Jordan yesterday yeah. who said uh, Flavia, Flavio had no idea whatsoever. He just wanted to keep Nelson, but Bernie insisted on Michael for German business. What, oh, is, what is your view on that? No, 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 no. It's not true. No, it's not true because Bernie had no idea who was Michael Schumacher. This, what Bernie tried to do, no, I don't want to tell plus it's wrong because uh, I want to keep Nelson absolutely because it's Moreno. I think so Eddie maybe have a glass of the, uh, <laughs> was in the island with some beer because uh, it's not true I want to take away uh, Nelson. I want to keep Nelson and Shumi. It was Moreno. No, no, Bernie, Bernie and me in the, the negotiation with Eddie, my end, the contract of Eddie was not was the contract. This is the reason why the judge take away the seal 
or the, or, or the garage, because if Eddie have the, have the contract, it was finito. Eddie have a, a letter of intent between Eddie and Willie and uh, Michael, a condition, Michael will bring 300,000 euros, stuff like that, in, uh, or 300,000 pounds, in, uh, in uh, Wednesday, whatever, with the sweet company. Never happened, okay? We take, after midnight, at three o'clock, we done the deal and signed the agreement with, uh, with Michael. Did uh, Mercedes also pay for a part of Michael's drive with Jordan? Mercedes paid something. Also, uh, uh, Peter Sauber. Yeah. Because at the time it was Peter Sauber. Yeah, no? yeah, yeah. It was Peter Sauber. It is to pay something. But, uh, but you know, is uh, nobody was convinced about Michael. In that good, but too young, too this, too this, too that. I was so determining. Everybody was a little bit, yes, maybe take it. I go inside. I said to her, the contract, three o'clock. We signed the contract at four o'clock in the morning to make sure the contract with Eddie was fired. And after the fight with Moreno, because Moreno want to, no want to give up, but with Moreno, we found, uh, we found the agreement. Then moving on, you did exactly the same thing against, again with Fernando. You the saw same, the special talent. The same movie, if you want, the same director, yeah. a different actor, yeah. but the same part, if you want, the same. When we take Renault, Uh, we take over Benetton after two or four years, you know. In the meantime, I have a very good experience in Formula One as well because uh, I take over the engine. I take a Renault factory, you know. And this was the big challenge for me because uh, we have 350 employees in uh, France. And when we take over uh, Renault, because Renault stopped, if you remember, no? we take over Renault and I see what's the space, because everybody was talking about the Honda, Ford. I take the plane, I fly to Tokyo, I go talk with Kawamoto. And Kawamoto was already retired, but was, you know, was a legend of Honda. No? We have a lunch together in Tokyo, so I want to tell me something. But Honda is back in Formula One. No, who tell you that? <laughs> I don't know, everybody, told, oh, rumor. I take the plane the same day. I arrive in the morning, take the plane the night. I back and done the deal with, uh, with Renault. And when I done the deal, uh, everybody, including Benetton, because at the time Rocco Benetton take my place. Luciano buy me out with the 30% of the share I have. And Rocco, and Rocco have the deal with uh, uh, Ford. Williams have the deal with uh, Honda. Honda have two teams, uh, Frank, and a, a, a Tom working show. Everybody had the deal. And uh, Bruno Michel, I take Bruno Michel with me to, to manage the, the part of the, because I met him in, uh, before Liché, Bruno. No? So Bruno told me, we don't have a client. Don't worry, it's two weeks. Frank called me one day. Then I probably can see you, sure, sure, Frank. But, uh, what? I'm not a team manager anymore. Hey, Frank, I have uh, one interview I remember at the time. I never be using Renault engine in my life. <laughs> so, well, you nothing to talk with, Frank. You know, I, I, Renault. It's called Super Tech, but it's Renault, you know. Oh, but maybe I change the mind. <laughs> I go see Frank. And there was no Honda, was no nothing. Was, we, we signed the first agreement with uh, Frank Williams. Two days later, called me Luciano Benetton, not Rocco, Luciano, because Rocco tell me always, he made the engine for sign and, uh, of course, what I don't remember. 
Luciano c'è mia moglie, Luciano, ma io ho detto, qui Rocco, Rocco, anyway, we start a three or four team, and after we have Jacques Villeneuve team, bar, just arrived in Formula One, so, we've done very well. Be done uh, super well. But we you took the risk of buying that whole company before knowing that you're going to get those teams? Yeah, sure. But you felt it. You think it's going to be possible, of course. Uh, it is. Oh, I am completely <laughs> crazy, or these people is crazy. I know these people, it is what's more normal. These people were crazy, not me. <laughs> Because this, you're talking about pure business. Yeah. You're not talking about uh, yeah. fantasy, you're not talking about uh, dreamer, you know? I mean, I, I know about the commercial space. And Renault was worried because I, you know, I take over everything. I pay the salary. I don't pay for the company. I pay for, I substituted myself to Renault Group. You know, it was a big responsibility. So Renault was worried as well. And after that, um, Concern, I remember, was very happy. Patrice uh, Ford was happy. Everybody was happy. We done a good job. Super. We keep on the engineering. And one day, Renault want to come back. And this was the reason I tell Patrice, uh, Patrice Ford to want you what? If one day you don't need to throw away the technology you have, you know, in the engine, Renault was, was pretty good. Leave me the company to me. I make sure you don't put one penny inside of the company. I make sure I keep you the best engineering you have. I remotivate everybody, Vieri. Vieri was changing completely. When I arrived, I fired the, Jan Jakis, he was the, the extreme boss there, you know, but with very old idea, you know, we, we are in commercial deal with the engine, we're not, uh, and the engine was frozen at the time, you know, was nothing possible doing that. Anyway, super experience. And after that, we arrived with Renault, Renault, uh, uh, Mr. Schwarzer was the chairman, called me, tell me, we want to come back in Formula One with the car. With the engine, with everything, Renault never won a championship uh, with uh, with a full package. Uh, if you're interested, we go together. We take back the the super tech, and we start negotiating. In the beginning, the people want to start with the white piece of paper, creating a new team. You know, no way, I'm not interested because take uh, 10 years, you know, to doing stuff like that. I tell we need buy some existing team, and we go to uh, we got the shopping list was uh, Jordan was uh, Benetton, because at the time after I left, the team was a little bit unlucky and uh, shut down completely. Was a three or four team, Tom, I think so was there, you know, was a three or four team. And after I told about, you know, for me, Benetton, because I know Benetton, I know my people, people love to have me back here. And I know the, everything in Benetton, you know, I mean, uh, it's like, if we negotiate with Benetton, we bought, uh, Renault bought the team, uh, Benetton. How much did it cost? I don't remember. I, I think so, I bought it at the time, the price of the team, I think so was across to 60, 50, 60 million, stuff like that. And, uh, it was the new factory. We, I had done the new factory before I left, uh, to go Supertech. Again, there we need for the driver. And uh, I have a Fernando Alonso was already, I have a management uh, of the team, Fernando Alonso was already signed with me. And at the time was in uh, Minardi. I asked uh, Minardi to to take him in, uh, in, in, in the team. I pay, I remember, to Minardi one million dollars. When did you see that Fernando was so special? Where? I told him Minardi. Minardi, you know, the story of Minardi was quite funny because you remember Minardi was in bankruptcy. I take over Minardi. 
even that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I didn't remember. No, I didn't remember. No. Now, Minardi was in bankruptcy. I take over Minardi. I sell after six months. I fix him. I pay the debt. I put the, the agreement with the supplier or the creditor. And after six months, I sold Minardi to Rumi. But Minardi was still involved, you know. Minardi was a super friend of mine. Did you make some money on that sale? Yes. A little bit? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> small bag. <laughs> Another small basket. Just, for, no, the, for the way. If you put a lot of small <laughs> a lot of, baskets. A lot of small make, baskets makes make uh, a good, big huh? basket. Yeah. So anyway, we done a... And the Minardi time, look, this guy is super. Because I put one million as well, you know. A million was a lot of money at the time. And immediately Minardi... At the time, it's still a super time. Where you take a Renault... I have uh, Jenson Button, okay, was the hero, Jenson, was super driver, the hero of the, of the British, okay, UK, Jenson Button. And, uh, you know, my decision was tough to change Jenson to Fernando Alonso. I decided to, I was thinking one, on one night, you know, everybody was, oh, wait, no way for Fernando, another one year, two years, you know, putting the, Mina, we're losing time. This guy is somebody exceptional. Ah, but you never know. Okay, no, I know. I done it with Shumi. I promise you this, another one, Shumi. So this is alone, the decision? Yeah, alone. Alone? Alone, completely. Renault, I tell you. When I tell Renault, Renault was really not funny because uh, Renault had the big market uh, in uh, UK. And Spain was uh, a little bit uh, weak, you know, Renault. You know, I was in charge of one time. If uh, only the future tell me if I right or wrong, you know. And uh, we, after with Jensen, we always normal relationship. But that I explained to him, but I believe the guy is something different, you know. You, you guys, you fantastic, but this and this and that and that. He put Fernando in the car. Immediately, I was quicker than anybody. You know, we go test. The first time we tested in the car, I remember it was in Pembury. I don't know if you know where it's Pembury. I tested once, yeah. It was, it was the worst place, you know, <laughs> cold, windy. Yeah. And I remember, we, I go there, I have a three jacket. The mechanic, nothing. The shirt, everything was, everybody was Shorts. pink. Shorts. Yeah, short. <laughs> pink like uh, cold. Maybe it was um, three, four degree or zero, but it was blowing 30 knots of wind. I was in the, the corner before arriving in the street. When my car, boom, boom, boom. I'm leaving. And, the, and I remember Pat Simos tell me, this one is not the one super special guy. Come on, okay, guys. And now we have a super special guy and we start working together. And we have a Fisichella with him. Fisichella, for me, if I need to choose between Fisichella and Baton, I choose Fisichella to go and take uh, Fernando with Baton. My, my contract with Baton was higher. With Fisichella, I still have a two years contract to go, you know. It was not that everybody, because Italian, nothing to do Italian, German, French, I want to win, you know. And for me, the best couple at the time was uh, Fernando and Jensen. It was impossible to, physically, I want to stay, I don't want to, I have already the case with, uh, with Schumacher, I don't want to go in all this uh, drama again. Casino. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because physically, I take out physically from Eddie. Again? Yeah, again. That's why he wrote me an yeah. SMS, uh, not so happy. Uh, huh? Eddie, no, Eddie, <laughs> tell me. I pay, I don't remember how much I pay, because to put Fisichella in, uh, in Jordan at the time, we pay the team, we pay a team, so 1.5 million to Eddie. 
but physical was very good, very good job. When I call back, I tell me, I don't give to you. So what do you mean? We have the contract. I'm at the board of the company was sitting last night together. We decide. What did they say? I call the lawyer. I sue you. What did they say? You mad or what? <laughs> in then, then, this was already the problem, you know. And after one year, if you fire Fisichella, another one drama was uh, so. Uh, Fernando arrived in the car. And very quickly, we Treno, we we won uh, two championship, a driver championship, two two constructor. How do you how do you you're manager of Fernando also? How do you make that contract? You're manager of the team and manager of Fernando, and so whatever contract you make. Part of it comes back to you. No. How, no, how do you make no, that contract with Fernando? So, uh, no, no, no. I tell you something. Uh, to be clarified, when I decided to put the, the management company, was because I want to discover young driver to be the future of our team. Okay? So it's not a question of how much money you make, because when you take Fernando, I invest one million. I don't know if I have a back or not, you know? For my team, I choose always the best driver was possible to choose. Uh, you know, I choose uh, Michael, I choose uh, Fernando, etc., etc. The price of Fernando was a market price. I mean, whatever uh, Fisichella was making, Fernando had the same one of Fisichella in the beginning. And after was a big scale of bonus point. I never done a big salary to the driver. I done a basic salary and Motivation salary, you know, many times you finish in the podium, many times you're doing this and that and that. And Fernando was collecting, and all the sponsors as well. I remember the discussion with Telefonica, with ING, you know, talking about the base is 10. After winning the race, exposure, minus this and that. Everybody was motivating, you know. And, you know, when I, I have a Fernando in the team, I pay Fernando much, much less of what McLaren paying double. So I mean, my price was, uh, my interest, because the people still don't understand, my interest what it was, have the management team to put the best driver is possible in my team. And have a GP2 to demonstrate who was the best driver, because GP2, you, GP2 was no, uh, if you are rich or poor, everybody had the same condition to drive in the car. Because, you know, uh, at the time was the sponsor, somebody had the Formula 3000, you never understand if the car was good, bad, the driver is good, bad. Formula GP2 at the time make everybody honest, you know, with the good driver, the best driver, etc. This was the reason why GP2 was part of the idea of the management team as well, no? To have everything there to understand was uh, potential the driver to be a world champion. Thank you for setting GP2 up. I won the first championship. I know, I know, I know that. Uh, you, be a, you know what? You won the championship, uh, Louis won the championship, you were champion, Louis was champion. I mean, the idea was good. Very good, obviously. Okay. And you won because uh, you won because you had the skill to winning. You know one because your GP2 car was better and not the other one team. Yeah, the yeah. car was exactly the same. This is what I want to see in Formula 1, no? The driver driving the car, not the engineering, set up the car to the driver. Only the, this is the big difference. Fernando's biggest uh, strengths? Also comparing maybe to Michael a little bit, since you saw I both? I think so the difference between the two is uh, Fernando is less emotional. You know, <clears throat> you have a Spanish or a German. Normally you think someone <laughs> is... Uh, opposite. Opposite. In the tough moment, you have tough moment, you know what you mean, no? When 
the difference is to winning or to losing the championship is really thin. I think so. Fernando is stronger. He's, he's a little bit less mistake, put, put in this way. Okay? This, we're talking about two super. When you won the championship, wherever you are, you're super because you're beating the best driver in the world. Okay? At the time, you're beating Luis. Uh, Luis is considered one of the best drivers in the world. You know, everybody. When you win a championship, you are world champion. You're not world champion because uh, you, you, you're lucky. Lucky and lucky in uh, 20 races is balance. You have the race lucky, the race unlucky. What you need thinking about is you, you need doing the endurance. You need winning the point. Is the point important? Not the podium. Is what is important? Is the point. This is also the difference. <clears throat> Michael uh, in qualify, I believe, was quicker. But in the race as well, it's two guys than the qualifier race. You know, <laughs> every lap is a qualifier. Yeah. Whatever the computer tells you, <laughs> normally the computer tells you one zero zero one. The driver one zero nine. Boom, <laughs> boom. This is uh, what make uh, make these two very uh, very special. I'm proud to, to to have these two. You know, because for me, Formula One with two drivers like that, I never have seen that. I, at the time, this was the two, the, the two best drivers uh, possible managing in Formula One. So Fernando, um, a little bit better on the on the pressure, um, yeah, but the so. weakness maybe a little bit the team building side then, where Michael, Michael was so strong. Fernando as well, you know, the, it's the very bad perception of, the, of Fernando. You know, Fernando, put, like everybody, put the mistake. The time Fernando was with me, was to ask anybody from Renault, zero problem. Him go to McLaren, a lot of problem. Because like everybody, everybody has different character. You know, you, you, you're different from uh, Louis and uh, I'm different from Ron Dennis. And, uh, different. If you're managing, managing the world is very special. Managing when to take care of somebody. You need to take care. The people is not a robot. Not forget, your guys, you have always, all life driving car. You don't have any... Any normal life, like uh, people have. No, it's true. You arrive at 14, 15, driving car, go car, driving anything with the, with the wheel, you know? So we're not normal, huh? We don't know. We're, no, di we're different. No, completely. <laughs> driving the car, you need to be mad. You know, driving the car, you're driving the way you're driving, you need to be mad. But this is... Uh, is, is people need be... You need to understand really the character the what the people what the driver want what is to make the driver always comfortable to think about doing your job we take out all the rest you don't want to gossip you don't want to confrontation you don't want to the mechanic uh, gossip about uh, this car is better the car is not better the engineer is better the, 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 the. i was there to cut anything disturbing the driver not only fernando not one driver this is so Quite well. I have a zero problem with Fernando. I have zero problem with Michael, especially with the press. After everybody was difficult with Michael about the press, you know, nobody. I mean, uh, this is your duty, this is the interview you need doing, this is the interview, go. And with Fernando, the same. I have a, a super relationship. We're still, uh, we still talking uh, once a week now. But uh, I never have a zero problem. When I see uh, Christian Horner talking about uh, Fernando dividing people, he's completely mad, honestly. I think so Christian is in Red Bull when happened between him and the driver. At the time of the Mark Webber, no? I mean, I noticed uh, Red Bull is the team managing perfectly the driver, for what I know. 
And uh, Fernando is a simple, at the time was young, simple somebody, you need uh, you need uh, to take care and making condition. You know what, what the team uh, is doing, you know the effort the team is putting to him, and uh, basta. We never have uh, any kind, he's uh, motivating like, like Michael. You know, Fernando, we had a discussion, I remember in uh, Brazil. Brazil, we had a discussion with Fernando. I know in Brazil, I was sure after 10, 15 laps, the, the, the circuit was dry. It was raining like hell, you know, Brazil, this and that and that. Michael was insisting to have the wet tire. I told him, put, put the stick to both driver. And uh, You decide that. Yeah, I decided that. No, as, as Fernando did that. <laughs> Fernando sitting in the car, we talking in the radio. And uh, he's talking about, what, what tire I have? <laughs> So you are the sick. How many people are the sick? How many sick? Two. <laughs> Who? You or your teammate? With the eyes like that, you know? <laughs> and we won the race. And this was uh, when we finished the race. <laughs> I, I told Fernando, you know, you're too emotional. You told me, we fight for championship. The, tire, the car was no good at all. If you have a normal race, we finish A9. You know, nothing. We need to cover the timing with, uh, with the team. So, but for finish nine, it's better. We have zero point. We take the risk. We have a bingo. You know, it, it was, uh, it was laughing in the car after, after we see dry and everybody going, you know, mium, mium, mium. It was along <laughs> first. It was laughing in the car. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, but this, we have a lot of the situation with, uh, with Fernando again was somebody with engineering there. Not the briefing when you see somebody in the briefing thinking about something else, you know? And the reputation of, of Fernando really is wrong, when the people believe it, because I talk about for my experience, and in McLaren, you know, the, <laughs> he was driving a disaster car for many years, but normally you, you want to be winning a race. And uh, it's normal, sometimes the driver, some, uh, I think so you as well, no? sometimes you criticize the team and stuff like that happen, no? because you have some expression in, uh, in, in your job. But Michael would never do that. Eh? Michael never do that because it was a different timing as well. You know what I mean? Then she was plus or minus the same. You know, uh, Formula One, uh, you're right, Michael never doing that. But Michael, when we won the, uh, when we won the championship with, uh, Coswold, and Michael tell me, what we do in Exceed, when Exceed we do in Renault. Uh, he tell me, fantastic. Because I know as well, and this was another one, big drama. When we won the race with, we won the championship with uh, Coswold, I know the Ford wants to put the effort, the energy to Formula One. We win, and this I swap immediately to to Renault because the engine Renault was my poor Renault, and he buy DJ because Renault <laughs> have, have a, a, the right on. You remember, but the Williams and DJ two team and Williams no way. Williams always never authorized Renault to serve the third uh, team, and I bought I bought uh, DJ. I tell Benetton to both the Benetton and no, we are not interested. If you want to do it, so I do my doing for your guys, they're not doing for me. And I bought the and take away the engine uh, Renault to Benetton, to Benetton to Renault. 
No, no, Benetton. No, to Benetton. And uh, I have uh, the deal with uh, Honda. For Ligier. For Ligier. Yeah. We've done very well. We won the, the Grand Prix with uh, Panis. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> you remember? True. Yeah. We are lucky as well. Huh? Yeah. You remember this race? When of happened? course, of course. No, I don't remember. This race, Jean was in front, let's see, was Benetton. Yeah. I was there with Benetton, and this was Ducan Rouge with uh, Ligier. Ross Brown tell me the car is stopped in two laps. It's what's fucking going on. Uh, tell me, uh, you know, the suspension. Suspension, see, the, was, a, was a little, uh, the suspension was inside of the chassis with the little stuff. It looked like it lost this, this, this two parts. Okay. Talking about the Ligier? No, talking about uh, Bennett. Ah, okay. Uh, for me, ah, because Ross was, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ross was in Bennett. Yeah. So, uh, uh, he's not finishing the race. Punish was second. AC, Duke Rouge box, was five laps to go. I walk in the, <laughs> in the stand of the Liget, I forget take out. <laughs> <laughs> I go there, I talk about, what are you doing? Tell me, we are not sure if we have enough fuel to finish it, but if you're sure you kill the guy, <laughs> take away this box, then go. And this is saving panis. This sometimes the engineering, you know what I mean? Yeah. The engineer is not in the normality. It's, it's the fuel anyway. I talk about leaving out three laps, he's doing three laps or four laps, or maybe not finishing, but we have all the television watching, you know, I have, it was the moment I want to send the team to Prost. <laughs> <laughs> so it was quite a good moment. Everything Super. worked out, huh? I remember we finished first, and David Coulter, we finished second. Yeah. But the first point for, um, from Mercedes in, uh, yeah. for in the night, we have a dinner, we had a party together with, uh, with David. So another life lesson, if you anyways are not going to do a good result, then go for the bingo. No? Absolutely. Go for big or go home. Absolutely. Because uh, uh, winning, for winning, you need to take the risk. And when you take the risk, uh, you, you, you have the possibility to win. If, you, if you're doing a, a, a bookkeeper, um, if you have the mind to the bookkeeper, you, you never win. You, you, you always compete, but you never win. Uh, with Fernando's career, you're okay? Uh, only two world championships for the talent that he had? No, okay. We have a, yeah. a, a amazing, uh, honestly, we have a, we have amazing time. And uh, in Spain was, uh, I remember Barcelona, we won Barcelona. In the weekend, we sell 75,000 cap of the <laughs> Fernando. How much cash was that? I don't, I don't know what that Well, But times 30, so... Uh, no, 80,000. 2.2 uh, million. My teacher, I teach you more of that because the Marca, you know, the, the newspaper of the, uh, in Spain was put a hat as well in the plastic. And, uh, you buy the okay. newspaper, you have that as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was impressive to see. To see. I see the king crying. Uh, he no won way. the race. And uh, everything was blue. You know, because we are lucky because the color of the car was yeah, blue yeah, yeah, yeah. and the color of the studio was blue. Yeah, yeah. Same colors. Uh, same color. No, yeah. we are, we are, uh, you know why the car was blue? No. When we take over, Renault was in charge. Schwarzer, he tell me, with the board, he tell me, I want to identify Renault. Yellow, black, Renault. Okay. I, I, I have in my pocket the deal with my seven. No Saima, ready to go. I told his participants, I mean, Renault cost fortune. You, know, you, you guys, you want to finance all the team like that? They go, oh, yeah, but the president, okay, fine. What's the presentation? 
I was there to do the presentation. I talked around, uh, this is the, a dream car from Renault. I present a car yellow, this and this and that and that and that. I talk about this dream cost under 50 million euro. So well, this is reality. I put the blue one. <laughs> this deal cost 50 million because under million. I like the blue. <laughs> and uh, and uh, everybody loved the blue. This uh, when we start to have uh, the sponsor and to support uh, and to support uh, better the team because uh, we are the the finance for Renault, but really we have a lot of sponsors as well to 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 be part of the of the finance uh, deal in the team. Um, moving on to Formula One now, what uh, what do you think they should do different? I've heard you say that. Um, It should be five GP2 style cars, everybody the same, and just focus on the drivers, pure driving, and just the gladiators fight it out. And that's the best way for entertainment. Can you elaborate on that? Like, what do you think F1 should do? Where is it going? Uh, you know, maybe in Formula One, they change the world. They need to call uh, uh, engineering championship. If you call it engineering championship, everything is perfect. You don't need to change nothing. Living like that. If you call driver championship, you need a change. I don't believe it as well to doing 20 race, you need to spend 600 million euro. Nobody understands. You know, the spectator, Formula One, unfortunately, the people made the decision, including me at the time, we never care about the supporter and the spectator, no? Which I always to help to uh, suit the engineering, and we never try to suit the spectator, no? This is the difference between football and everybody football because football is very unpredictable if you see. Formula One, you know, I, I believe if you have a fat GP2, okay, with the engine, maybe this engine we are now, you know, because it's part of the electric, maybe you need to put, when you go in the pit lane, completely electric because now everything, if you take away electric power, green power, you're not, we need, we need, this is the wave. You need to go with this wave. But uh, it made no sense for me uh, invest this kind of money to do it 20 race, you know, it's completely, and made more technology you have, less show you have from the driver. You know, when you balance the brake, you balance the, I, I believe the driver, you have a 20 bottom to when you talk in the radio, this and that. And after, everything to this, after the one, oh, take it easy for the tire. I mean, you spend 600 million, and after that, you don't have tire to finish in the race. So, mm, you know, easy, take it easy. What do you mean, take it easy? <laughs> When you have a driver, <laughs> you, need go, you need the gladiator, like we said, no? So, in the end, it's, it's, it's all this uh, situation when you have the commentator talking more tire and not uh, performance of the engine, no? Or performance, not the engine, performance of the driver. I mean, If it's a, a Formula One is a driver championship, I believe in it is the skill of the driver. Take 10 GP2, put the best 10 driver, you have the amazing race. This is what the people want to see. The people don't care how many billion, million you spend to, to have the team. You know, people don't care. You know, the people want to see the gladiator. The people want to see the fight. The people want to see the, if you, if you move a little bit the white line, you penalize. People want to see the race. I think it's too clinical now. It's too, it's too, this, no, this, no, this, no, this, no. I not, I not believe is uh, is the right way to go, honestly. I, I think so is, uh, is you take away the, the fight 
between driver. Now everything, everybody's correct. When happened is, oh, the team done a very good job, a wonderful this and that. At the time, we have a lot of fight between driver, no? Because the driver at the time was older as well, 30, 28. Now you have the driver, we live in Arabian Formula One, young, too young. But uh, I, I don't like the Formula One of today uh, because uh, Notiso is the uh, Formula for the driver. So we need you to run the sport. Have you uh, have you ever had interest to take no, over? No, no, I don't want to. The, I I say what the people feel it. You know, the people you're talking with people. The people feel it is too techno. The technology take over, and I tell you, I was for ten years with Renault with. Uh, it's not so much technology from Formula One go to the road car. It's much easier the road car and more technology the road car and not the Formula One. All this rubbish is, you know, when the people talk about technology, we never sell anything. You know, I want, I want to sell, I want to sell everything I have, you know. My, I promise you, wherever we discover in Formula One, already the road car already done 10 years early, you know, this one, this one, this one, you know. Basically, the Formula One car is just a prototype, and uh, and basta. This is what you, what you have, and nothing nothing special, you know. So you never tried to take the sport over? No, no, no. no. With no, investors uh, or whatever? No, but it's, uh, I, I believe now, Formula One is uh, is like that. I don't know what happened in 2020. We see, but uh, sure, I need to change it a bit the the direction uh, for me. Need the more. The race is very long. For me, the race is too long. I still believe the idea we have to have too much. 40 minutes each, 15 minutes in the middle, I have an interview with the driver, and the driver is really upset. Something. <laughs> That's true, huh? to get the emotions. Yeah. Huh? The emotion. Yeah. And maybe you, the first four car you put, uh, you swap, you put the quick one behind, and you give the point, you know, qualify point, uh, racing point. I mean, you need more... You know, the refueling was more unpredictable already. You know, refueling was one. I was one of the, I want to stop the refueling. It was a mistake. I think it was a mistake. I think so refueling was something working in a different, in the strategy was, uh, you, you played it a bit, you know. Now it's everything is predictable. Now you know it's two cars, it's possible winning. Sometime happens something, it's maybe Red Bull, my finito. It's a, it's a race between uh, the two manufacturers we have in Formula One, finito. And sometimes because Red Bull have a supercar, sometimes it's a space for Red Bull to, to win a race, but it's, uh, it's between Hamilton and uh, another one guy from uh, Vettel from Ferrari. This is what uh, we have. Vettel this year? What's going on? I think so. This is Mercedes wing. But Vettel? Vettel second. Why? What is he doing wrong? Doing wrong? I, I think so Sebastian done a lot of mistakes. It is so he's the big enemy himself, you know. Uh, when you have a car, I mean, when you, I believe Ferrari in this moment is quicker and not, uh, not Mercedes. The race... We need to explain to him 64 lap or 62 lap. It's not one, one lap race, you know. But uh, when you, I remember we had the experience with Fernando, no? When you win a championship, sometimes finish third is, is already bingo. You know, it's important you stay in the track, you know. You, you need the, the accident of the Monza. Is, uh, is, made no sense, honestly. You know the car is better, you see it, it starts better than you, just break, it go behind, infinito. You have 60 more left to recovery. If you go out, you have a zero left to recovery. You know, you start, sure, with the car you have, you finish the race, four, third, 
because uh, he, this car is, uh, is uh, respect the rest of the competition very quick. But uh, when you want to win the championship, I think you are the master of that because you done very well. You finish a lot of times second. You finish third. You finish second. Remember, we talked once in the phone as well, no, about that. The target is just put the point, to put the point, to put the point. You don't need winning every race if you want to win the championship. You know, you need you need the championship winning not by how many races you win, how many points you have. This you need to explain as well. That is not the you know the race. You know, it's the point, and the point is not the race. I mean, when you have a car competitive, you overtake somebody. If you know the guy has more pointing on you, it's the accident. The advantage is for is for your competitor. So and uh, and the team as well. I, I believe the team put a lot of mistake in the last three four races. You know, strategy difficult to understand because when you have a superiority in the car, you won the championship, and uh, at the time you have uh, Luis was quicker at one point. You know, happened. Okay, of course, with him it can happen sometimes. Happen <laughs> a lot of time with him. No, you won the championship because you're managing. If you go fighting directly with him at the time, or, or at the fight, you know, you, you were the loser at the time. And this is the is what we tell always with Fernando, with the driver. When you want to win the championship, is the is that unbelievable job you need to do. mentally destroy you. But you need to believe it. You build up step by step. You know, question to win a race, take the risk. You, sure, you take the risk, but you know just the level of the risk you need to take. No going for bingo. No going for bingo. <laughs> bingo, uh, forget bingo. You go in the sand, and uh, and, <laughs> and uh, the bingo is your competitor of bingo. So Vettel, too much is going for bingo, huh? Yeah, so, no, yeah. Look like he's uh, winning the championship. He's uh, winning race, you know. But it's not like that. Uh, too much. Uh, I remember on the race, he go out because was wet, was alone in front of me. If you lose in three or four opportunities like that, it's a 25 point to throw away. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's very difficult after uh, mentally, that one guy is coming stronger and stronger. I mean, uh, I believe in the driver, uh, what is, uh, the, the stress you have is, is enormous. And, uh, you are in, in the position, if you are in the position to keep uh, the stress and, uh, doing the job and not go out, because when you go out, it's the worst is possible. And you know that. Why do you think our stress is so big, looking at us? You? Yeah, why? From your point of view. From my point of view, I, I think so. your stress was so big because you're fighting... Not just me, huh? the, us drivers who are fighting for the championship. But everybody. You're fighting, with, you're fighting always with somebody good. I mean, I mean, when you're fighting for the championship, you're not fighting for somebody. The level, maybe, is your teammate sometimes because if you have a better car respect to the other one team, it's, it's your teammate. This is the worst. Because you're living with the, with the enemies, you know. <laughs> you are in the motor room, whatever you want to do, you, you see me, you know. And so. I think it's stressful because it's very, when it's finished one race, you add the next one. You start thinking about the next one. The race, good or bad, you put in there. If it's bad, you're still in your mind. If it's good, you're still thinking about the next. I, I think so. It's, uh, it's stress because you compete with the best people in the world and the line to be a championship or to be second. It's very thin. It's very, 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 very thin. And if you finish second, you know, the second is the first loser. In the yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the fact. This is the fact. So this is the stress, because when you finish second, uh, nobody cares. Uh, people want to see the winner. The, win the line is very, 
really, really thin. And this, if you are strong, uh, this is the difference. You have a mentally the difference. And when you put a mistake like that, it's very, it's, for me, it's impossible to win it. Uh, because more mistake you put, more pressure you have. And when you put a mistake, you lose in point. You won't recover at this point. To recover this point, to go for bingo. No, no way. You need, uh, I remember with Fernando, we talked about, okay, this race, turn. We put the, because we understand some race, our car was not so competitive. Somebody take you, then we go. Then we finish third. Third, we take this point, etc., etc. The race to go, we finish third, four, and second, we win the championship. And finito. That's how I did it with Lewis in the last yeah. four races. Yeah. Yeah. I put on the board, yeah. second, 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 second. And then in the last race, all I need to do is finish in the top three. But if you try, in your mind, to win, change completely. You are concentrated to doing the point, okay? Yeah. If you talk about, okay, I go there to win. Forget it, it's wrong. After happen, you know, you won the race before, after uh, Lewis is coming back, but you have, a, you have in the bank enough point if you're smart. But if you go out one or two races, your championship is over. This is what it is about. It's very, your guy, you have a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, uh, concentration and the, this concentration is very hard to manage, you know, because it's very hard to manage. And so you're sleeping with that, you wake up with that. And sometimes you don't sleep. Sometimes <laughs> sleep. <laughs> when we won the championship in uh, the ride with, with Michael, I remember we, we staying uh, in uh, Sydney two days, you know, we, we, I managed to never talk about race. We go to the boat, we go to uh, was, uh, the restaurant around, uh, doing the exercise because we need to recover. We play tennis, we go play. Uh, I remember, we done everything. I tell my people, nobody, I want to talk about race with Michael. The, the word race, car, forbidden. We are having Adelaide, we're talking again. But this week we are here, we're not talking about nothing about car, race, demon hill, uh, zero. We ignore everybody we go racing. When we arrive at the right, we talk. If not, if you start talking every day, you build up, you know? You build up, you build up, you build up, you explode, you know, this uh, normally will happen. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, moving on to business a little bit. Um, probably in F1, you're the guy who made most money after Bernie. You think that's the case? <laughs> I don't know how much money make <laughs> More or less. The I most know, little baskets. I, I had a, a little basket. I, I had a few. I, I, I think so I done well, you know. I, I done well because uh, I take the risk. I, I buy the team. I sell the team. I take the driver. I manage the driver. I, mean, I, I think so I done, I done quite well. What's the best deal? The one you're most uh, excited about when you look back? In I one? think so GP2 because I created GP2 for really? nothing. Yeah. GP2? Nothing, so, yeah. Because GP2, no, now after everybody GP2, GP2, no, enough F, F2. But the idea to create this, start for nothing, I talked with uh, Renault. Uh, I asked the sponsorship for the, for the team at the, at the time, it was 3.5 million. That was really, really. To create it? Yeah. 3.5 million? Yeah, yeah. We, we created everything with 3.5 million. And you owned it 100%? I owned it 100%, yeah. And you sold it to Liberty? No. No, CBC. To CBC. Yeah, I was unlucky. Liberty was not there yet. It's not a, okay. I know they sell more. <laughs> <laughs> you think from Liberty you could get more money? Yeah, yeah. But it's not uh, the quantity of the money you make. It. It, it, it's the pleasure to think about thing. Four years, I create something, it's working a lot of money. Besides like that. It's like Agag. It's like, like Agag, Agag, who was our previous, my previous guest, who created uh, Formula uh, E. Absolutely. 
absolutely. You know, I, I got, we are friends. Uh, I was uh, uh, one of the best men of the guy in the wedding. Of really? The yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And the guy arrived in England for me. I gave my house in Agag in uh, UK. At the time, I was living in, uh, in the country close to, to the team. And the landlords are working with us. He was uh, in charge of the sponsor from uh, Spain. Alejandro, really? Yeah, sure. Ah, okay. Sure, sure. You remember, I, I bought the TV right yeah, yeah, yeah. from Spain. Yeah. And nobody, and nobody wanted to broadcast. I go see, but this was funny because... Uh, I see Fernando was a massive guy. I think about next year, the guy is exploding. I go to uh, Spain. I talk with the chairman of the Canale Cinco. Canale Cinco is owned by Berlusconi. I, Berlusconi is a very good friend of mine. I tell Berlusconi to talk with the guy. Uh, I have something very special for him. I go there, and we talk about uh, Alonso, the guy, Temus Alonso. I talk about his drive. Oh, in Spain, it's only motorbike. Oh, no, we no broadcast Formula One. I told him, you talk with Mr. Berlusconi? Yeah, I talk with him, but you know. Okay. But, uh, fuck yeah. I told I called uh, uh, a guy. I told him, what can we do with this uh, pain? Nobody wanted. After was uh, uh, Canal Tres, Antenna Tres, I told him, you know what? What we doing? We need to find the money. I go to Renault, uh, Spain, to the chairman. I told him, you know what? I have this guy. You give me three million. This is the cost of the broadcast, basically. And we go to Antenna It's for Tres. free, yeah, almost. For free? I give for free. And the guy wants to, uh, more the, for the car. I don't like it. Jesus Christ. I give you, I give you the money to, uh, to broadcast Formula One. I give you the right to spend it. And, uh, lucky, I've done one year deal. The guy wants to do it three years, but no, let's do it one year deal. And after that, if it's not working, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Immediately, Fernando was blowing everybody. The guy from Channel 5 called me and told me, I don't talk with you anymore. You're fucking idiot. I said, like that. You know, I don't talk with you anymore. Talk with Agag. I sent Agag and Bruno Michel to negotiate. And this was our uh, fantastic, because the price I was, the price I was given to take, uh, I want to sign five years deal with this guy. And, uh, The price we have the second year was bigger and not the, all the five years together. Because him at this point, understand, and Berlusconi called him, you see, <laughs> you see what happened to him. <laughs> and he wants to send the deal immediately. And, uh, and Leandro was with us. Leandro was with us all the time. So that's like, again, seeing the niche opportunities in business yeah, and sure, planning because, ahead. Huh? I mean, you have the best, you believe it, you have the best driver. In one country like Spain, Spain like Italy, the country of Tifosi, no? I mean, uh, sure is coming in the hero immediately. Because, uh, you know, uh, like uh, when uh, the Japanese guys start winning tennis. You never see a Japanese winning tennis, no? And when the guy is arriving in tennis, all the Japanese go crazy about the guy, you know? I mean, <laughs> it's the same. Uh, Fernando was uh, exactly the same. Everybody was crazy. If I go in Spain, Now, everybody stop me in the street. Everybody tell me, thank you for what you've done to our country. Because unbelievable when I'm in Spain. You know, unbelievable. Fernando was not allowed to go to Spain. The moment he was landing in the airport, was two, three thousand people arriving. <laughs> was mad. We, was mad. we put him in the trunk of the, of the car when we go to the circuit. Was mad, completely. Uh, one of the craziest things you saw in your time in Formula One that happened? 
Of, of other people, of Ron Dennis or, or whatever, something. No, uh, it is something crazy, crazy. I don't know if you remember in Hockenheim when we had the disqualified for Michael. Michael was disqualified. You remember for the uh, black flag? Yeah, yeah in, in the Silver race. Huh? Yeah. In the race. Yeah. And the black flag was completely. This was the prosecution of the Mass Mosley. You think Masimosi was behind that? No, 100%, percent because uh, uh, after he fired the race director, there was the rule, quite simple. Whatever accident you have, after 15 minutes, it's like you go 200 kilometers in the motorway, if the police stop you, give you the ticket, if the police don't stop you, go. So, whatever accident you have, you need 15 minutes to report to the steward. This was 20, 35 minutes, 40 minutes. And nobody see that because it was in the warm-up. You know, demo was breaking this and that, but the woman, nobody said, we don't know for what. The race director is coming to us, he took about look the timing, we signed, it didn't fine. And after, and Michael was disqualified. So, we need to choose the race we want to be disqualified. You know, two races we have it. He chose immediately Okenheim, because Okenheim was this long straight, our engine had no power at all at the time, respect everybody else. Let's choose this one because we finished six, seven. Was the revolution for the German. And everybody was hunting the mechanical Williams. <laughs> the funny was, I have the mechanical Williams with our shirts, with better <laughs> shirts, because the, the people were mad. <laughs> and we decided to race. So all the mechanics of Williams put Benetton well, shirts? Part, yes, huh? to, to walk away, because yeah. the people, the German people were hunting yeah. uh, the mechanical Williams, because we fighting with Williams at the time, no? It looked like this Williams at the time was close to Frank, for, to, to Max, because it was completely, what it done to us in this black flag was completely mad. Anyway, so this was, this was quite funny. The big enemies uh, helped, because in the end, when you see stuff like this, you help the people, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Frank was landing by helicopter with the police. The security looked like was a president of the America when arriving. <laughs> <with> the security. <laughs> and uh, man, it's plenty, you know? But this is something that uh, also from Bernie that you care for your opposition huh? in in oh, some always. ways. Huh? Always, you don't uh, you care for the bigger picture. Huh? That's very powerful. Yeah, because you know, in, uh, if you think about it, a small picture, you still uh, all life had a small picture. Now you have a huge hospitality business at the moment: restaurants, resorts, nightclubs. That's what takes most of your time. Yeah, uh, we developed the company in the last five years. Now we have about a thousand employees. A thousand yeah. employees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my wow. Monaco, if you see Monaco, we have under 50 in uh, Twiga. Yeah. We have about 80 in uh, Cipriani. And we have about 30 in, in Cova. You know, already Monaco. And uh, in uh, Dubai, we are in London, we are in Forte dei Marmi, we are in uh, Porto Cervo. It's a uh, is, uh, is, uh, is complex business, very difficult. If you want to do it uh, at top level, but uh, I, I like it because you're dealing with people every day. You know your competition is uh, is there every day. You know you go. Uh, we arrive in Dubai. We have already 62 brands. All the big brands is in Dubai. We arrive with uh, with billionaire in Dubai. We make an incredible success. Now with three years, we are always among the five top in uh, in Dubai. This is the big challenge. You know, Formula One, when you compete with the best in the world, whatever business you are, and you compete, if you make bread, and you compete with all the bakery in the world, and the top bakery, you need to be good if you want to be in the first three in the world, you know, because we're talking about world, we're not talking about uh, Monaco or Cuneo or Milano, no? we're talking about uh, export, the brand worldwide. And now our brand between the clothing 
And the clothing I sold uh, 51% to Philip Lane. He's doing a super job, much better than not me. If I see one, and he's running it now for you? Yeah, yeah, he's running it okay. completely. When I see something not good enough, I put somebody better than me. I know the ego guy I want to, I want to do him because, et cetera, et cetera. No? If I feel it, if something is uh, somebody better, go ahead. I prefer to have a 49% of a big company and not 100% of the small company. This is... Uh, Always in my, uh, in my idea. And now we develop uh, the three or four brands. And we have from the pizza, called Crazy Pizza, to the fish, Crazy Fish, and uh, Sumo Sang is the Japanese uh, uh, kitchen. Uh, and it's doing fantastic, you know. After the disco, is the billionaire, is the Twiga, and Cipriani. You know, we, we, we have a solid brand. Uh, we're, doing, uh, we're doing very well. But again, my team is very small. I see our competition in every place. I go in the office and I don't understand what these people do in the office. We are three people. Three people yeah, for, for 1,000 people yeah, business. We, yeah, we three people. Three, four, maybe. And somebody in market. Think about six people. It's the same with Bernie, if you remember the old time. How many people are working for Bernie? If you go see Liberty Office, I don't know what the people are doing, honestly. <laughs> oh, honestly. I know in my office what the people are doing. I am involved 100%. I know exactly what the people are doing. No? Do you have to give shares to all those six people? No, what you need is, you don't need the share because the share is the risk, is the entrepreneur making the risk. What you need to give to these people is the bonus and the success fee. You know, because you want the people uh, completely independent to pay the mortgage, to pay the school for the children, to live in well, to have the car, take away all the family problems people have, no? And... Uh, the share is, you know, because the share you don't sell, you know, you, you never, you never have a, the, the cash from the, from, from the share. I think so. If one day we sell, everybody have a big bonus. This, uh, this ah, from sure. a sale as well. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Because it's, uh, if one day I sold 50% uh, of my company or 51 or 52 or 60, everybody was uh, involved with us, surely we have, uh, really get the bonus. But if, it's difficult to involve the people with the, with the, with the, with the partnership. It's, uh, it's very complicated. So it's interesting. You've always really worked a lot with bonuses in your life. I think in Polo so, One, yeah. with the sponsors, with yeah, now, in this business, yeah, everywhere. You, you, huh? need, you need to motivate people, you know. Uh, it's the meritocracy. We done it. Uh, I've done it at the revolution in Renault. Renault, if some company really is... Uh, we, we build up uh, the, the competition. If you want to compete, you need uh, the motivation to compete. Why don't you stay in the office just at 10 o'clock with my colleague at 6 o'clock and the wife sit together and talk about, at what time do your husband arrive? 6 o'clock or my at 10 o'clock? The guy arriving at 10 o'clock is because he wants to do something more. And you need, this is what you call meritocracy, and you need to uh, give something more, simple as that. The guy doing the seven hour and he take the salary of the seven hour. The guy is working fourteen hour and he take the salary and he take the bonus. Simple like that. And the, your your big skill is the art of delegating, also, no? Delegating, seeing talent, uh, delegating. Sure, That's uh, delegating. My uni always uh, open eyes. Eh? You delegating, but uh, you need a very short line, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like a dog, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need not the dog crossing the road and uh, maybe some, some car arriving and kill your dog. No, you're delegating, I give a lot of that. But in the end, 
every morning I want to know whatever problem we have in any place. You know, I give 15 minutes. It, it, I know. I know. What is important, you know, everything goes on in your company. If somebody's sick, if somebody done something bad or whatever, some customer was not happy or some complaining or TripAdvisor put something wrong about this and that and that. The moment you know everything is uh, after you delegate it, you fix the problem, they get an I fix the problem, I want to fix the problem, A, B, C, okay, go ahead. Normally, I oh, sometimes, but no, it's wrong. You do it in this way. And <laughs> my call is, is, the, is the call. It's not, uh, I'm not, uh, I decide, you know, whatever, uh, whatever I'm doing, I want to decide myself. So every morning, big summary? Every morning, yeah. Every or morning. by phone, or by phone, or by, with the three, four people working with me, one guy, especially. I had the report, we had the report every night, every day. Every night. Every night to everybody. Detail and the comment to everything happened. Is the, somebody in London complained about the sushi was not uh, good like the time before, whatever. Immediately, conference call with the chef of the sushi. And, and you were involved in the conference yeah, call? Yeah, 80% of the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it might take five minutes. If you have somebody to put your time in, everything takes five minutes. In Renault as well, you know. Renault, I remember, when I arrived in Renault, before we sit into the meeting, 15 minutes. Everybody's shaking their hand. Oh, how are you? Like, you don't see these people from 20 years. People next office. <laughs> you just, uh, next floor. So it's you a, stop this. No more saying hello. No, no just more get hello. straight to business. Let's, let's sit, you know. Make no sense. The time you spend, you go in the office, reading, then you spend. I go in the office, I do in the office. It's not a stay home. But when you go there, losing time, how are you? This and that's fine. This, I, I even did that with my PA. She's not allowed to ask me when she calls me how I am. Yeah, I just uh, tell her, just assume I'm good. And yeah, if I'm not, I'll tell you. Exactly. Just don't ask me if I'm good anymore. Absolutely. No, <laughs> it's true. Straight, yeah. How are you today? To right, exactly. exactly. I've stopped that with my, yeah. with my assistant. And every time you have a meeting, I give to the guy 15 minutes. You know, 15 minutes is... It, It's a long time. Because if you don't put a limit, the people talking with you for 40 minutes, 50 minutes, they never stop. So with this, before the guy is meeting with you, he's concentrating, know exactly what he tell you in 15 minutes. So you're unbelievably disciplined, yeah, with your timings you and, and structure? You, you need to do it. Because you need to do it. Because if not, your timing, they, what is more precious in life is the timing. You know, your timing going uh, something that makes no sense, Okay. You're losing the concentration sometimes. When I had the meeting, when you had the meeting, 10 people, 15 people, I mean, I did it in Formula One as well. Eh? I have a coffee break every morning with engineering, six or seven, the top engineering, this and that. Tell me, in two minutes, I know exactly the car is good, the car is bad, the pieces is finishing, the, 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 the design is finishing, this and that. I know everything happened there. 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I don't no want to do the detail, but detail, you need to resolve the detail, not me. What I want to know is the picture of the company, what we're doing with the car. If the, when we're building the car, we are in schedule. I have all the schedule, day, week one, day one, day two, day three, day four. The one that when happened this and that, you know. But always a small group of people. When the general meeting, we had all the engineering, I say they three minutes. I know interesting. <laughs> Because these people talking, talking about nothing. I needed to stop talking about uh, all this stuff. Now we're doing like that, finito, finito. <laughs> Because I know whatever decision happens, it's coming to my office anyway. So we had the meeting, me, Fernando, second driver, and uh, the engineering, and, 
discussion 30 minutes the term guys if take you 30 minutes at the computer because it needs the zero zero we go in the road maybe when the accident in the first lap maybe it's raining maybe it's warm maybe it's cold all this fucking uh, sorry all this computer <laughs> made no, no difference you know let's talk with the driver so, Fernando you more comfortable with uh, curse or with uh, without you without no curse Ali I left If I stay there, the engineer talk with me that they want 20 minutes to convince me the curse was better. You know, finito. This is a typical Formula One problem. The engineers forget that there is a human being who needs to drive the car. Exactly. Who needs Absolutely. confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, call, happy, I, call, for this, yeah, I call. I call. I call. After this engineer, I think he'll spend three hours talking about it. I talk about, you know, it's possible for you to spend three days. Curse, <laughs> no curse. Finito. I tell the people, take away all this curse and tomorrow we race with us curse. Finito. <laughs> And these people were talking under one 20 minutes, 30 minutes of one day, and left. <laughs> I see, it was Pat smoking a cigarette looking for me, you know. <laughs> no, man, the engineering, the engineering decision, I don't care. I, I care about the driver decision. If the people is more comfortable driving, you tell them what you want to put in. What was the difference? Zero, zero, one, a lap? For what? <laughs> and when we take somebody with a blue flag, what, what we lose in two seconds? And what? You know, you don't race it by yourself, no? Jesus Christ, just throw away you're very uh, very uh, strong at executing huh? man do you need it like Bernie get the job done get Ex the execute job done. don't, exactly. has, don't think too much you know we're talking for hours for nothing you know you know pay the water you're drinking <laughs> and uh, just going back to the business you have a restaurant here Cipriani yeah no. in Monaco you pay I don't know like 360,000 euros or something crazy in rent per year no. you have 50 people working there how can you make money with, with such a business how is it possible where's the Where's the margin? Is it the no, drinks mainly where you get no, the, no, get no, the no. money or where, no, where's no, no, the... No, 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 it's quite simple because the number is quite simple. You need to have the rent 6-7%, okay? The labor under 22-23% and the food cost 18-19%. If you have this number, it's working. Whatever the rent you have, depending on the turnover you're doing. I mean, if I had the rent of $100,000 a year, I'm doing a $300,000 sale, I'm going bankruptcy. If I pay, I pay more of that. I mean, this amount I pay $400,000 euro rent. I'm doing $8.99 million turnover. You know, the rent, what is it, 5%? Yeah, nothing. And the, and the 50, no, I wish it was 50. <laughs> in winter, in summer, it's about 80 people. If the salary of the 80 people is in the range of 25%, 25-26%, you have 25 plus 5 is 30, the full cost is 18-20, and take away 10% of the extra, the rest is profit. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's no, a big, Monte, big profit. This huh? Monte Carlo is a good and bad example because Monte Carlo, we pay very high salary, but we don't have any tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Monte Carlo, is, the profit is higher and not if you have the same turnover in another one place in the world. And you prefer restaurant or nightclub? The same. If you go to Twiga, it's the same. You know, the same people doing that. Twiga is impressive because this was really my idea. You, you go there, you have Italian food or you have Japanese food. You have the DJ, you have the disco. You don't move. You stay there. Your wife, you want to Japanese, you want to pasta. We have a super menu, Italian and Japanese. After one o'clock... You don't recognize the place. We, we take away the pillow, we take away the costume, we take away this, and we, we put the setup of the disco. At two o'clock, you have a thousand people in the disco. The people don't recognize. If you come in the disco, and next day for lunch, for dinner, you don't recognize the place. 
My thing so this is uh, it's very good because with the same people you do three event. I'm a customer. I know you're. Customer. I like your place. Uh, no, your wife is a good customer. <laughs> yes, exactly. She had the birthday as well. Yeah, exactly. I remember everything. And for those of you listening, so Twiga is this rooftop Monaco, the ultimate, yeah. most awesome place yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the world. Huh? No, Twiga is amazing. Really, really super. And we compete here. We have Jimmy's. We have other one. You yeah. know, but uh, and we compete in nice way because I'm friends with Sammy. When is the product? When we decide what kind of star we have during the season, we talk it together because I don't want to have the same. They to different stars, you know, means yeah. you need respect always the competition. And you need to talk with the competition. Except if it's Ron Dennis, huh? Everybody else. Except if it's Ron Dennis. Okay. But I have a good relationship with, uh, with Marshall, with, with him, no problem. Ron Dennis, for me, was impossible to talk with him. <laughs> because he started the way I don't understand nothing and understand everything. We had the press conference in China. The first press conference. I was world champion. Ron Dennis was talking with me about sponsor and of this and that and delegate sponsor big da 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 da. When it was my turn because of the last because I was champion. I just want to tell you this guy is finished behind us. This is how you started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Ron, you I don't think you like that. No, <laughs> Ron was very nervous because we had the best team. We had best, best you know, Ron Dennis. The best setup, the best this, you the number one, the world, that. You guys, you know, Formula One, we just arrived in Formula One, your country is fantastic. I was just to tell you, Mr. Dennis is behind us. We are the world champion. He was third last year, you know. You know, like I thought. I started like that. Oh, jeez. Um, one more um, uh, social media. Yeah. Yeah? I was a few years ago, suddenly, boom, I see Flavio massive on social media. Yeah. And it's not typical, yeah, for the people who are a bit of the last generation, well, the generation before us, yeah. to suddenly take on social media full attack. But I thought that's so smart because you just accept, and this is the new time, and you try and understand, you, and you, you go for it. You know, you modi you need modify yourself all the time. You know, see in the way the world is going, and you need follow. If it is about to criticize, and you go nowhere. You know, the people, oh, this uh, is no good. No, it's not true, because now the world is changed. You know, uh, now the people buy 50% online. Maybe in 10 years, buy 100% online. Before, was the shop, these people, I don't have the newspaper anymore. Everything, everything is in the iPad. I have uh, Instagram, I have a half million followers. Because it's, it's fantastic to advertising. You know what? If we're looking for something specific, like a waiter, a chef, I go in my Instagram. We have a 350 CV arriving in the really? office. Really? No way. I'm using all the time. We're looking, when we open Cova, I'm looking for somebody living in Bordighera, living in Ventimiglia, a chef, a pastisserie, to uh, make sure to arrive in the morning or in the night. We done, we done that in the newspaper of the, it is, was the Stampa Liguria or Secolo di Genova, I don't yeah. know. We have about 22 people reply to us. We found about 300 people reply to us between uh, Mentone to uh, Ventimiglia, Sanremo, etc., etc. And we hire two people from my Instagram. Your personal Instagram. Yeah, right? yeah my personal yeah, Instagram. Amazing, huh? Because yeah, I put the name of the, of the person, send, send the CV, etc., etc. You have a lot, 80% is bullshit in, the, in this media because a lot of people have nothing to do just to apply. We used to see the CV, we know if the CV is fake or the CV is good. But uh, 
Social media, if you're using well, uh, if you're using uh, every restaurant we have, we have somebody filming every night and putting the social media every night. If you go see Twiga, you see Dubai, you see London, you, you follow us, and the filming is amazing. So we're done with, uh, with a super guy, young kids. In Monaco, we have one between Cipriani and Twiga. If you go Twiga, Monaco, you see the show, you see their menu, you see this and that and that. This is what you need now. You need them. I'm not against, you know, I'm not the new generation, but these of us are fighting with Bernie about that all the time, you know, because Bernie was not, not this is not possible, this is not possible, this is not possible, this is not possible. I mean, Don't get immediate cash, so it's not No, because they tell me, rubbish, you know, bring me any money. Yeah, man, you, you, building, you building something for the brand, you know, this, this is what you're doing. And the billionaire, Philip Plain, you see, is very active in, uh, in the media, you know, maybe too much. But uh, I, I, I believe it is important. But what, what about also the importance of your personal brand for your business, uh, uh, which you can also push with social media? But this is uh, it's fundamental. If I tell you, if I am in London, and they put uh, in Instagram in London, okay, tonight, Twiga, Somosan, London, blah, 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 in five minutes, the telephone, brr, brr, starting. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> you know, you need using in the, in, in the right way. You know, for this, I, I am there. I have fun. And more than fun, you know a lot of people. You see what the people do, you know. You see, uh, I don't follow so many people. I follow 150, 200 people. But always the people teach me something when I follow. No, I don't follow the gossip or stuff like that. You need And uh, I, I, uh, I'm happy. Um, moving on to something um, uh, personal. Um, What is it that, that, that gives you so much power to push in, in life? What, what is it that you're... Bernie was saying that it's, he loves making deals. That's for him the, the thrill. What is it for you? I mean, you're pushing like crazy all the time. But for me, what I push him more is not making deal. Deal is a consequence. It's a creating job for people, especially for the young people. No? Because if for the poor, it's very difficult creating job. You know what I mean? This is the reality. For the wealthy uh, people, it's easy. Okay? You invest in money. You take the risk. And always I tell, the rich people need, you know, people believe you are rich, you're going to be sure that doing what? I think so if you have the chance to, uh, to be wealthy, to invest, you need to invest in to create a job because the problem of the future is this one, you know, in employment. And... Uh, Uh, you see our people in uh, Cipriani or our customer, you go, you see the, in the way the people operating, you know, the waiter and this and that and that, because the level of the people here is very high, young people motivating. And uh, in Monaco, in London, we are the best, you know, everybody tells your service is the best. I mean, for me, this is the motivation. We create thousand jobs in five years. And a thousand job, not only three months a year, you know, a thousand job. For this, we open Dubai because Dubai, when it's season in Dubai, is no season in Sardinia. And maybe this year, maybe we do something in Stad because in Stad, maybe we have a, We want to keep the good people working. So you move them from Sardinia uh, assume, to uh, Dubai? Assume, assume, absolutely. Cool, cool. From Forte dei Marmi to London. From Forte dei Marmi, uh, Sardinia, we are under 50 people in summer. In Forte dei Marmi, we are under 50 people, you know, cool, in, cool. in Twiga. I'm not sure. We have uh, one guy doing only the logistics. <laughs> only the logistics. Talk about, okay, this guy, the chef, he's moving chef, he's moving everything, you know, because it's, uh, if you, when you open, after you need doing training. You know, it's, uh, the training we do in Monaco, we do in London, we do in Dubai. 
depend with you the opening say the opening is in the area of Dubai we do in Dubai now we open two places in Saudi we do in the training in Dubai if you do Santistad we do in in, uh, in Monaco if in, in London we do in London that's amazing huh? So it's really you get the you get the motivation and the pleasure from seeing that you're creating good for young people. Oh, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. Uh, yeah, all one young. You remember the team Benetton, no? Was a young team, uh, young engineering, and, and now I see this you know, ex young still there. <laughs> fun. You've said it's really really important, of course, to also have fun. Huh? Work hard, yeah. but have fun. Where? How do you get? How do you make sure there's a good balance and what, what is the fun for you outside of work? Well, for me, fun, you know, I, I have fun already in my place, if, if you see, you know, but I have uh, fun is uh, when you see the success of the place. It's very, it's, it's fun. But it's still work. Yeah, but it's no, no, because the work is not, if you love what you do, it's no work. You know, it's a, I have a big difference between when I am in the office, when I am a client. You know, I, I know the difference between. And if I enjoy, if I enjoy my place. And a lot of time I go in my place because next day I know what is wrong. But I not, I, I see, I, I see because I have a good eyes. I know really concentrated. Fun, what do you mean? Fun is spend time with your family with, now with my son, you know. This is the fun, you know. And uh, fun is what you do is something you like it. For me, like it is work. Go back in, go to the office, creating coma. When everybody tell me Boulevard de Malang is dead, nobody go there. I was like, okay, fine. Uh, eventually, I put one guy for one week before we decide to take the risk no, to count cool. to many people. Okay, that's oh, we cool. doing all the time. Cool, cool. To count to many people in the left side of Kova, depend on the sun, you know. The hour is sun in one side, the other one side. And after we decide to do it, Kova is very, it's very good success. It's one of the best cafeteria we have in, uh, in Monaco, no? Like this, every time you do something, you need thinking about it, you need uh, creating the concept. Now we open a pizzeria in, uh, in the port, it's called, Big, it's called Crazy Pizza. Six months, we're working for the concept. We want to make the pizza in one way, we want to add the pizzaiolo in one way, we want to make the salad, and this will be salad, pizza, and dessert. But we had the guy made the mozzarella in front of you, no? The guy from South Italy made the mozzarella fresh in front of you in making the mozzarella. This is the concept. And next, we put the ice cream, the Barbarac from Saint Tropez. We put next. We Ours is better. Huh? We have the ice cream in Ibiza. Where? In the in the in the old town. We have our own ice cream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gourmet uh, art, 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 artisanal. Oh, yeah? yeah, yeah. Right at the ramp to go up to the castle in Ibiza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have, our business. We have uh, 11 people working there. Well, great. Yeah, yeah. But you make everything, no? 100% from zero, with a gourmet chef making it. Okay. Like, yeah. we, we try to. We Barbarak because everybody in Monaco knows Barbarak yeah, because you go to. Of course. Of course. You know, the, when the people like, know the brand is much easier. Plus, the guy is a friend of mine. I give him one part. You have pizza, salad. The guy made the buffalo mozzarella in front of you. And basta, I mean, a dessert, no roast beef, no nothing, just uh, music, DJ, like in every place we have the DJ, basta. And your son, how has it changed your life? Completely, like your daughter, you know, you're living for that, you know, in the end you see how important is, everything else is uh, much less important than what is uh, your son. It's more important than the daughter, the son, and not the wife, this is sure. More important than the wife. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> you, 
Meaning, uh, the, the son is for life. The wife, you never know. The you wife know. is not for life. No, no, no. The no, wife is changed. It's, it's like for my, <laughs> I change. But the son is for, forever, you know, I mean, uh, it is to change you completely. When the wife gets too, too annoying, change. Huh? Ch no, change. No, Take no, a new one. No, no, <laughs> you need to be careful as well, because I separated with my wife uh, one year ago, but we done super job with my son. We're working uh, every day to make sure he have no drama, no, it's very solid, very strong. That's the most important, huh? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And um, finally, you also had a, you, you had a big illness also some time ago huh, with the... Yeah. Was it kidney cancer? Yeah. How did that? Uh, how was no, that? No, no, kidney, reni. Reno. It's kidney, I think. Huh? No, no, kidney, fegato. No, quite a liver. Liver, sure. It, it is kidney. Kidney. Yeah, kidney. Yeah, yeah, kidney. That's right. How did that impact you? Like, was it was it uh, extreme or? Yeah, but uh, you know, uh, this uh, I done the campaign in Italy for prevention. This I done it because I was every year in the Mayo Clinic. You know, remember when we were racing uh, Indianapolis? Yeah, and, and you went every year. Every year. If you had your picture, and the year before, these people put in the computer the two pictures together. Basically, if I had the check in uh, Rome or whatever clinic, nobody see I have a cancer. No way. Because they're very capsulate, very, very small. You see only if you put the one picture to top to another one. You see if something was moving. And uh, I remember I was uh, in the mayor, and everything was perfect. I go in the plane. To go to Indianapolis, the telephone ring in the plane. Nobody had my number in the plane. It was all my PA. I called tell me, Dr. Ace, tell to come back because uh, you have a cancer. I go back, and next day I have the surgery. This was fantastic because I never done any chemo, nothing, because it was capsulated. If I wait another one, three weeks, Three weeks. Three weeks, three, four weeks. Bah. It's like a little coin, no? Inside the coin, you have the cancer, no? Yeah. When it's open, spread in every place. For this, I tell everybody, everybody listen to us, doing the checkup every, every, every year. When you're over 60, twice a year, every six months. Because if you found that before, it's nothing. You know, every time you have somebody at the cancer, we can never do the check. Never do the check. If you do the check properly, dedicate three days or the or the every year three four days instead to go to ski one weekend or whatever. Dedicate in three days ever the checkup. I believe is fundamental. Even at my age, thirty-three yeah, yeah, already. Absolutely, absolutely. Because never, well, many people die at your age. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, you no question you have the cancer because you over fifty. Nothing is happening. But you but you said the problem is it's only the Mayo Clinic that is the best in the world that we're able to but see. But you have it. in Europe now you have the machine in Europe as well. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Plus you know I, I think so now you have the uh, you have uh, the clinic in, uh, in every place. But you need to do it. Absolutely. You, you take two days of your life. You see, many young people have the cancer, and the, the people found it, you know, because if you found it, the cancer is nothing. You take away before it explodes. When it explodes, you need to do the chemo because the chemo will kill you. Uh, uh, it's fundamental. fundamental. I, I take my son, then they check with the eyes, this and that and that as well. Really? Yeah. And it changed your, your, your head in some way, this, this event, or not? Yeah, yeah. the moment I fly, uh, the people tell me I had the cancer. Uh, and uh, two days after the surgery, it should change. Because when you are in the bed, you see money, eh, nothing. At the time, I was, uh, I was single. I don't have, uh, I don't have a wife. I don't have, uh, I don't have uh, children. But uh, me, the health is the more important uh, gift you have in life. Whatever money you have, 
without that, you, you are miserable. This, I, 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 I know, we never take care of that. You know, the more important stuff in our life, we, we never take care, honestly. We never take care. And, and because I see you running sometimes yeah. uh, under my building. Is that also as a result of the cancer? No, sure. It's a result, sure. It's a result of the si over 60. You need, uh, it's much difficult to lose weight, absolutely. Much easier to put weight. And so you need, I have a very young uh, son. I want to at least keep another one 15 years to go to make sure I understand if it's good enough to take care of the business or it's good enough to do something else, you know. Now he's eight. In 10 years, when he's 18, I think so I know how good he is or bad he is. And if he's good, he's good, take over. If he's bad, he's not take over. So for now, what do you think? Eh? For now, what do you think? I think so it's good for take over. I don't think so. I, uh, I have a lot of stuff in Italy about that. I don't think so I send my kids to the university. I want to uh, just 18, you know, uh, and after start working because I don't need a doctor or a lawyer, if I need the lawyer, I pay that bill to the lawyer. I need somebody to take care of the business. And because I know 20, I want to know, I think I was working at 20 hours a day, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think you need to understand. I, I want to understand if it's good to take over or not good, simple like that. Last part, then the most important thing uh, for everybody listening, for all the men out there listening, uh, the single men, what is the secret to having all the most amazing girls in the world. Is it only the good looks or is there something else? First, you know, look, you, you, you need looking for that. You know, because uh, if you want to dating a good looking or bad looking, the time is the same. Sometimes the, the worst looking is more difficult. You know? No, I, I think so, you know what you mean. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I believe uh, always when you're looking for somebody, looking for uh, aim for the bingo for the for the top <laughs> for for the bingo. Being uh, somebody challenging you, somebody. If, if you're dealing with somebody uh, important or good-looking or whatever, it's, it's the challenge. You know, is uh, is always. Uh, I believe the the relationship is emotional. For this, for me, sometimes it's too short because at one point the emotional is gone. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're looking for new emotional. Now it's enough. Now I think so is, uh, I have uh, my, all, all my effort is for my son. But uh, you have, a, I have always fun in my life. I was, we know, I started with, I had no money at all. My family had no money. I never complaining. I always working. And uh, I was 13, 12. I was working summer to make sure I have some money to buy ice cream or buy whatever I want, the shoes. Because my father would buy me the shoes always two number bigger, you know? Because they talk about, okay, because in two years, <laughs> you know, when you're 10, 11, you're growing so quick. If I had 37, he buy me 39. I talk to Papa, I had 37. Yeah, it's good for two years, the shoes. Because if I buy 37, in six months, it's over, no? So I want to buy the shoes in, uh, with the right number. This, <laughs> this, this was uh, one of my focus. And uh, I was working on the time summer. Three months of summer, I was working. Which one was the prettiest girl you ever met? Eh? The prettiest girl that you ever met? A lot, you know what I mean? Is there a number one? No. <laughs> I, I have a, uh, I think so, Heidi, Heidi Klum, uh, yeah. your uh, German. <laughs> of course. Okay. Uh, plus, I was uh, fantastic with, uh, I, I see very good friend with Heidi, see very good friend with uh, Naomi. 
I mean, I still, my wife is a beautiful woman. They're still very good friends. We have a baby together. I have, a, you know what, all my important relationship over three years or two years, you know, it means something important, not two days or three weeks. I'm a very good friend. Because I never, we never have fight, you know. My wife, we decided to separate because it looked like we, we after 12 years, it's a, some the mystery was finished, you know. But because we had the son, we decided to live in the same town to, to, to have a lunch at least once a week or to have dinner every two weeks. Uh, or I go to the house of the, uh, Elizabeth, or she's coming here to make sure our decision have no influence in our uh, in our son. I think so. This uh, where you respect that. After that, you know, this, uh, the world is full of girls. <laughs> but children, of, children also difficult huh, for a relationship. Uh, it no? is, yeah, my children. You need to talk with the children like you talking me and you together now. I hate when the people, nye, 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 you know, because uh, <laughs> they wrinkle your nishi. <laughs> I teach the children. I I talk with business with my son. All the time. When I, I decide to, last, uh, when I talk with him, I decide to, uh, Franco, people talk to university, or just forget university. You go to Rosé, uh, 14, 14, 18, you, you find a liceo, you go to, and after that, you come and work. Simple as that. You know, you don't need, uh, if you be a doctor, or you be a lawyer, or be whatever, I don't need that, you know. I need somebody to take over what I creating, and uh, I don't need uh, any anybody special. I need somebody working. But you're not putting too much pressure on him at the no, same time. No, huh? you know, if after him, as the patient to to study, no problem at all. If I see my son is somebody who want to be a mathematics, want to be a lawyer, no problem. But I see. In school, it's so easy. <laughs> so, so. Uh, yeah, I know, see, it's so determinate, you know. Me. What about you in school? You were determined? No, I came, no. I've I done the minimum possible to pass, okay? I never want to be first in the class or the last. I want to be in the middle. If you are in the middle, nobody bad you. Because if in the top, the people is jealous, etc. Yeah. If you lower the professor that you mad. If you are in the middle, it's uh, what to what. Be, nobody wants to be in the middle. I think so. What's the right? My son, I think, so is like that. Maybe a little bit better. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you so much, Flavio, for the time. Nico, it was thank a pleasure. You. Thank you for listening as well, everybody. Please remember to subscribe. Yeah, for some more cool episodes like that. The next one is with Felipe Massa, actually. Uh, the next episode, and yeah, that's it. Bye bye. The new driver from uh, Formula E. Exactly, the new Formula E driver. <laughs> Young driver. Again. The, the new young driver. The, the, the new, new generation. <laughs> electric, electric generation. Exactly. What do you think about electric cars? I don't like it. For me, like the it. race is the noise, is the fight. No, I think so. It's connecting people very good. The, uh, electric is uh, Leandro Gag done an amazing job to connecting people. In Formula One, the people are disconnecting people. And, <laughs> and, and, and even done a super job. Well done. Okay, bye bye.